This is the Lundahl Performance Podcast Extra. We've gotten a lot of questions recently about the one rain stop. We referenced our ideas about the one rain stop and moving beyond that exercise in our most recent podcast. And it's something we've referred to and referenced many times before. So a lot of people have asked us to clarify exactly how the one rain stop fits into our overall program, especially because we're going to dedicate several more episodes or at least segments of the of the upcoming episodes into discussing how to get a good stop on your horse and how to perfect that area of your training. So I wanted to lay out a definitive explanation of where the one rein stop fits into our program and how we use it and how we think about it, because I think it's important that people get the full context. So let me start by saying that the primary reason why we teach the one rein stop at all is to teach the horse to handle and accept being bent around and asked to soften his face while in motion. This is the very first exercise that opens up that concept, which we're going to massively expand on as we progress through the training. But ultimately, that's the practical purpose of this exercise. It's simply the next logical step in the horse's progression under saddle from lateral flexion at the standstill to now softening his face, allowing himself to be bent around while his feet are moving. And this is an exercise that when we teach it to a green horse, we'll work on it for, you know, up to 10 to 14 days in a row sometimes. 10 to 14 isn't entirely unreasonable, but realistically, often five to seven days in a row is usually sufficient for most horses, although some need more repetition than others. And how quickly you master that exercise depends, obviously, on the amount of time you actually work on it, how long your riding sessions actually are. So that progression window is going to be different for some people, but if you're getting the job done somewhere within 10 to 14 days, less possibly, that's great. The one rein stop simply teaches the horse to start being mindful of the rider on their back and that they are accountable to the rider and need to soften and submit when their face is picked up on. It introduces the horse to the idea that pressure on their face doesn't mean stiffen up, get bracy, overreact, or feel threatened. It means soften and change what's going on in your feet. Basically, pressure on your face means I need to see a change in your feet. It starts introducing that concept to the horse. We're also preparing the horse in doing this for vertical flexion later on, softening the horse's face vertically at the lope, being able to gather him up, bridle him up, shape him and do more complex maneuvers with a lot of softness. But before we can ever worry about that, the initial first hurdle that we have to get over in our progression is to first start connecting the reins to the horse's feet, as I just described, while he's in motion. Start getting him comfortable with being bent around laterally and shutting his feet down out of the walk, the trot, and the lope. So how do we go from softening the horse's face at a standstill to softening it while they're moving forward. Well, we go from lateral flexion at the standstill to the one rein stop, bending the horse around laterally and shutting his feet down at the walk, the trot, and eventually the lope. With a lot of repetition, we then scale that concept up from the standstill to the walk, trot, and canter, building our control 
and expanding the horse's comfort zone gradually and building his confidence in being able to accept that pressure. Then we go from just bending the horse around and stopping his feet completely with a one-rein stop to now bending the horse around and disengaging his hindquarters, yielding to a stop, again, first at the walk, then the trot, and then the canter. Then we go from walking a straight line to bending the horse around with one rein while maintaining forward motion, bending at the walk. Then from the trot, bending down to a walk in a bending transition. Then from the lope, down to bending a tight circle at the walk. Then from the lope to trotting a tight circle. Then trotting across the arena and bending the horse around and jogging several tight circles. Post to post, circling cones, trees, whatever. Then we go from loping a straight line from point A to point B, bending down to a trot, jogging circles, etc. And on and on, progressively building the horse's confidence in accepting pressure and softening while in motion, gradually expanding our level of softness and control. Now, most of us have heard about the importance of teaching the one rein stop. The problem is the real point behind it, the real reason why it's so fundamental and foundational is never fully explained. It's never given enough context. We're told that one rein stops are like our emergency handbrake to take control of the horse in a reactive situation, and that lots of one rein stops will also teach the horse to rate and stop off of our seat without requiring us to touch the reins. What we're often never told is that it's an early seed that we need to plant in order to progress up to the point where we can abandon the one rein mindset eventually and start softening and controlling the horse with two reins. That's what's going on in reality, but it doesn't get explained that way. Instead, we're taught at that stage, one rein for softness and control, two reins to get killed. So you might say, I knew that already, or I never thought about it that way, but it makes sense. That's, that's just common knowledge. Well, let me explain why I'm making a big point about this. I understand with going back to that saying, you know, one rein for softness and control, two reins to get killed. That's like the fundamental axiom of what we call the one rein mentality. Now, I understand why people propagate that. I understand the point of simplifying things or maybe exaggerating certain concepts and over explaining with a lot of hyperbole to get novices and beginners to sit up and take note. But I also believe that if you don't give people a complete idea of the overall point of why you're doing something in the first place, that leaves the door open for them to take things to misunderstand and to take things so far out of context, they end up in another dimension, which is exactly what I did from the beginning, you know, to the point that, as we've discussed previously in other podcasts, both myself and Luke, we literally thought that a bad stop on a horse was a symptom of not doing enough one rein stops and that pulling on two reins or riding one handed for that matter was a big no, no. And it was also a goal not really worth pursuing or attaining. But now we feel the opposite. We want to teach our horse how to accept two rein pull. We understand that a good stop means the horse has to engage his hind end and be, be comfortable with that type of pressure instead of just simply ceasing forward motion. And we think the goal of Western horsemanship itself should be to get a horse riding one-handed. So what we do at a base level in our progression needs to fit in 
with that overall picture that we're trying to create. If it doesn't fit, or if it's unnecessary, we're not going to waste time on it. So to use an art analogy, if you're going to create an oil painting, why would you start out with watercolor on the canvas and then start painting over that with oil halfway through? It doesn't make any sense. If you want oil, you start with oil, and you intend to finish with oil. Have a unified vision of how everything is going to fit together in the picture you're creating right from the beginning. That's our point here. Sure, the one rain stop is still your best shot. It's not a 100% foolproof, works every time type of a thing. But it is your best shot at getting control of a horse in an emergency situation. It's the best you've got, and you need to have it established so that the horse knows how to respond to that pressure and doesn't violently overreact when you do go to bend him around in that scenario. And practicing it does have the byproduct of getting a horse to start raiding your seat, although some will do it better than others. But the real number one reason behind it is to start teaching the horse how to accept pressure on his face while his feet are in motion. It's to lay the foundation for the rest of the maneuvers to come. There's a lot of fervor and a tendency for people, and I'm guilty of this as well, to obsess over perfecting basic foundational exercises while losing sight of the big picture, losing sight of where that element fits in to the overall horse's progression. And that's the rut that I'm so desperate to just break people out of since I've been there and made those misconceptions myself. All that might seem obvious, but it's really remarkable how people take the one rein stop and apply it to situations where they shouldn't be. I saw a Facebook post the other day from a lady whose horse was just pissing off back to the barn, being really barn sour. So what does she do? One rein stops. Not bend him around, not do some rollbacks, not do anything to really assert some control. She does one rein stops all the way back to the barn. And then when the horse gets to the barn, she gets off and starts round pinning him. Not round pinning check back with the bridle, but just straight up round pinning as if this horse was a cult in its first week of training. Then why? Well, besides the cliche of just using the round pin for everything because it's easy and doesn't require the effort that lunging does, this lady, like many others, is addicted to the one rein stop because she was told repeatedly that if your horse is being out of control, do a one rein stop. She was told one rein for softness and control, two reins to get killed. She had that beaten into her brain, but no one ever actually explained to her the full context. No one explained to her that the one rein mentality is just a preparatory phase that quickly becomes ineffectual once learned. And she needs to move on, start teaching some new exercises, and start getting actual control of this animal instead of letting him carry you where he wants. And then all you have to counter that bad behavior is to just shut his feet off temporarily. That's not a good situation to find yourself in. So I hope this little segment provided some definite context on how we think about the one rein stop, why it's important, but why also it's important once taught that you need to move beyond this and you need to keep your eventual goal of being able to get the horse soft off of a two rein pole and probably even ride one handed eventually. At least that's the goal that our program is oriented around and trying to get to. So as I said previously, we'll go we'll work on the one rein stop five to seven sessions, you know, and that's riding the horse hour and a half to an, maybe an hour and 45 minutes every single day for five to seven days in a row. 
although 10 to 14 days in a row, to perfect an exercise like this is not out of the question. It's not unreasonable. And the same basic format kind of applies, although it takes some feel to know how your horse is doing and blah, blah, blah. But we'll move on from one rein stops to then yielding his hindquarters to a stop, bending him around with one rein, but disengaging his hindquarters in order to shut his feet down, not shutting his feet down off of a simple lateral pull. With a lot of repetition, we move on from yielding to a stop to then we'll teach bending at the walk, being able to soften the horse laterally with one rein, keep his head bent around to your inside toe while moving forward and around. Then we'll start our bending transitions, first from the trot to the walk, then from the lope to the walk, and from the lope down to the jog, jogging a lot of tight circles. And then we'll take that and we'll go jog tight circles around trees, cones, barrels, uh, you know, different points on the arena fence, going post to post. We'll just mix and match and just throw in a lot of maneuvers there, eventually working our way up to being able to lope a first trot and then lope a straight line between point A to point B. And when we get to point B, bend the horse around, jog a few tight circles, hustle them around, go the other direction, on and on and on with the progression, gradually just expanding that horse's comfort zone of pressure that he'll soften to and accept and be comfortable with while maintaining forward motion. That's probably the single biggest thing in training a horse under saddle is teaching them to be soft and to be taken hold of and shaped and moved and this and that and maintain that softness while also maintaining forward motion. It's probably the single hardest concept to get across to a horse, which is why we're so diligent about building the horse's confidence with it in stages like this in a progressive series of exercises instead of you know, one or two sessions where we really force them and cram them into a bind and say, hey, come here, accept a two rein pull. No, we want to have the horse with a lot of confidence, a lot of preparation, understands how to submit to that type of pressure um, and do our job well with the lateral softness and the bending and the transitions and everything else before we start really introducing a lot of two rein and then eventually one handed concepts. This is a a really key area that we're very focused and very diligent with. And so I wanted to sit down and explain the philosophy behind that. And I hope you guys got value from it. I hope this was insightful into at least how we think about these types of things, these types of training concepts and where we're coming from and how the one rein stop fits in to the initial phases of our program and the horse's progression. As always, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy the podcast, and if you have horse training-related questions you'd like us to answer on the show, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Horses, or lundahlperformance at gmail.com. Thanks again, and have a good day. 